ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Nigeria, the United Kingdom, and China, and in the states of Virginia, Colorado, and Michigan. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. When you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear and brings peace and joy. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is walk the labyrinth. Find a labyrinth in your area, indoors or out, and walk it. Before you enter it, say a prayer asking for what you want to release and receive. As you walk into the center, you will release what you no longer need. In the center, you will hear answers from your higher self, from God. As you walk out, you will be lighter and move more into your true self. The labyrinth is created through sacred geometry, and as such, it holds energy energy of a very high and positive spiritual nature. No negative energies are allowed to enter. You can get answers to questions and solutions to problems that are causing you pain emotionally, mentally, or physically. When you walk the labyrinth with others, the sacred space helps you heal relationships, find mutually acceptable solutions, and create closer bonds. Couples, families, friends, or any team or group can choose to walk the labyrinth together with a specific purpose in mind. When I was with a group of life coaches who were trying to build a business together, I led our group on a labyrinth walk to help create a team. Although the business end didn't work out for several good reasons, the friendships we developed did. 20 years later, I can still call any of them and I'll get a call back within the day. Next week, instead of a workshop, I'll be doing a play shop titled More Fun, 
less stress. There are basically two ways to de-stress, and we need both of them. One is to learn how to let go of the stress, anxiety, and pain. The other is to push it out with laughter, happiness, and fun. You can't laugh and feel sad at the same time. It's summer. Let's rediscover the playful child within. Too many of us have become weighed down by the troubles in the world. We're starting to see everything with suspicion, worry, and fear. Enlightenment literally means lightening up. So let's find new ways to lighten up and enjoy our lives. Let's unblock our ability to have fun. Let's play for our health, well-being, and longevity. We'll meet on Saturday, June 16th at CSL Dallas. For details and registration, go to PaulaJoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like creativity as self-expression or overcoming abuse. Jana, one of my regular listeners, wrote, Dear Dr. Paula, God is working with me tonight. I just registered for your more fun, less stress play shop and invited some of my friends to join me. I think it's the perfect next step for me to find myself after my divorce and to learn to love life again. Here's what happened to me earlier tonight. I was having a little pity party since I can get lonely in the evenings. My friend called to check on me. One of the things I love most about her is that she's always doing something active and fun. She encouraged me to go on a bike ride and to follow up with this adorable man I met yesterday who was really lovely. So I did both. And now I feel a million times better. Being more active is one of the things I want more of in my life. I love being outdoors. It can be really hard to incorporate fun into your life, especially when it seems like a task, like one more thing I have to do. That takes the fun out of it. It's even harder when I'm going through so many life changes and my energy level is lower than normal. I think the play shop will really help me. It's so much better to be with people who have similar goals and needs. And it's great to be in a group and share ideas. You never know who you will connect with and possibly find some new fun friends. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our returning guests today, Linda and Charlie Bloom, who will talk with us about their new book, that which doesn't kill us. 
In last week's show, Noah Belling talked with us about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. She shared the importance of exercising the muscle of joy, of feeling passionate about what we do, and spending time with the people we love. There's new research on the social nervous system, which are the parts of our brain that help us create more joy, happiness, immunity, and resilience down to the cellular level. It turns out that having joy and fun increases your ability to have more joy, fun, and happiness. Noah also gave us a powerful technique to help change your negative thinking. As she took us through it, I suddenly had difficulty breathing. I knew something from the past had surfaced to clear. Here's the technique she taught us. First, ask yourself, what is my body telling me? Do I have tension on one side of my body or tightness in my chest? Then notice if standing more upright makes you feel more comfortable or maybe taking a deep breath helps you release the tension. This will open you up to new ways of thinking and being more resourceful and creative. Even doing something small is empowering because it gives you control over your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on healing through body awareness, please listen to our shows on July 20, 2017 with Susan Skurlock Durana, Healing from Trauma by Reclaiming Your Body, May 19, 2016 or 17, I'm sorry, with Zen Dubrook, Create Success with Your Internal Guidance. And September 15, 2016, with Becky Thompson, Healing Trauma Through Yoga. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You can listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, communing, or when needing some hope, comfort, and inspiration, whenever it is. I'm here for you. And now you can add to the benefits of my show by following Mary and Stefan's story in my blog. She shares how she's using the information in each episode to change her life. And I provide my life coaching responses. To read my blogs, just go to my website, paulajoyce.com. My silver lining story for today is about a small writing group I was in a number of years ago. One member left the group to move to a new city. When she moved back several months later, the relationships within the group had changed. She, however, was expecting to assume her old role. She was very angry when her expectations weren't met and started disrupting the meetings. We walked the labyrinth in an attempt to solve the problem and redevelop the group closeness. We then wrote about our experience in the labyrinth, which was followed by an open group discussion. Not all problems can be solved to everyone's satisfaction, and she chose to leave the group permanently. My silver lining was allowing myself to let go of my fear of speaking my truth in what had become an extremely tense and unpleasant relationship. This is what I wrote after walking the labyrinth. What's the boundary between the self and the group? Does responsibility for individual growth have to be subsumed into the will of the group? 
What does it mean to be part of a group and still an individual? Do I not speak because it might hurt someone else? Where does the survival of the self come in? And what about projection? What's reality and what's in my head or a dragon from the past breathing revenge, competition, or hurt? Learnings and reentry are painful. Everything changes. So the cards are thrown up in the air and they land in some new configuration. Are we not all entitled to continued growth and development? How do we work it out? It's rarely pretty and easy and harmonious. All groups go through discord to reach true intimacy. Are we willing to risk that? Am I willing to risk that? Life is too precious. Learning is too sweet to do it any other way. So the words must be spoken and hurt gone through to reach the other side. Our returning guests today, Charlie and Linda Bloom, are psychotherapists and relationship counselors who work with individuals, couples, and organizations. They founded and co-direct Bloomwork and have taught throughout the United States and abroad, including at the World Health Organization. They authored three books, including a bestseller, 101 Things I Wish I Knew When I Got Married. Their new book is That Which Does and kill us. They blog for several online journals, including Huffington Post, OM Time, OM Times, and Psychology Today. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive, with all the violence Violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my more fun, less stress play shop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what relationships do you have that can be repaired? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Linda and Charlie Bloom to talk about using adversity to strengthen relationships. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 888- Three four six nine one four one or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what relationships you have that can be repaired. I'm so pleased to welcome Linda and Charlie Bloom to talk about using adversity to strengthen relationships. Um, welcome back, Linda, and welcome to both of you. It's good to have you both on the show. Delighted to be back with you. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Um, I loved your book. um, That's kind of something strange to say about a book that's so open and personal and 
has so much depth and real life experience without sugarcoating anything. You two make yourself so vulnerable and yet I, I didn't want to put it down. I didn't want to stop reading. It was so beautifully done and so helpful to people. So first, I just want to thank you for giving this book to us and to the world. Um, and and tell, tell us a, a little bit about, um, you know, the circumstances that brought you to wanting to write this book. Well, we wrote it um, very soon after Charlie resigned as a corporate guy, where he had been a workaholic for several years. And the first time that I sat down to write, it was just to understand what had happened to us and our family and our romantic partnership during that time when his job was getting the lion's share of the energy and the relationship was like the malnourished, neglected baby in the family. And we were just, both of us, talking a lot about what happened during those years. We were, we were so lost and confused. And now that we're getting our bearings, we want to understand so that not only do we never repeat this terrible um, travesty and, and, and blow to our family, but now that we're teaching workshops, if we understand it more deeply, we can offer that to the people who we are in service to, both our counseling clients, the couples that we see, and the workshops that we're teaching. And so first it was just a very personal endeavor. Um, as we told our d- dark stories to our students in our class, it seemed to inspire them, and we told them how we got out of the darkness and came back into the light, and so we decided that we would actually put it out for the world to see, which was really an act of bravery on my part. It's very vulnerable to talk about how lost, it's embarrassing to talk about how lost we were and how long we were lost for, but we're getting tremendously positive feedback, just like very similar to yours about how people go through dark times and, and, you know, it's just the raw revealing of the darkness and the beauty of the breakthrough when you finally understand how you're creating your own hell and how to come through. Uh, exactly, and in, until we are truthful and open about these things, everybody's going to continue to hide because they believe the veneer. They believe that everybody has this fabulous life and they're the only ones living in pain. And when people are willing to come forth and say, this is the truth, this is how life is, and we can work through it. We can become stronger. We can learn and grow and thrive. We don't have to be done in by the difficulties. Right. And that's why we uh, gave the book the subtitle, um, How One Couple Became Stronger at the Broken Places. Um, what we found in going through what we went through and then in speaking with other people who had had similar experiences is that it's not an if in terms of um, hitting a crisis or crises 
in a marriage or in a long-term relationship, uh, it's a win. And so many people are focused on, so focused on finding the right person, meaning to them the one with whom we will never have any problems, we won't argue, we'll always be deeply in love with each other, it's going to be wonderful, I just have to find the right woman, the right guy. Um, That's not terribly realistic, because even though (laughs) you may find the person that appears to you to be the one with whom you can have all that, because we're all different and because we all have different personalities and different predispositions, it's inevitable that there are going to be differences. So why not learn something about how to anticipate and work with those differences when they arise rather than trying to find the person with whom they won't because that person doesn't exist. <laughs> right. It's, it's, um, there is no Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty fairy tale oh, endings. <laughs> no Prince Charming. <laughs> um, and and I, I think that's so important that it's how we work through the conflict, not that there is conflict, but how do we work through it that makes the difference as to whether a relationship can um, as you did, rebuild the broken trust or whatever is going on. And so tell us a little bit more about how you did, um, how the trust was broken and how you managed to rebuild it. Well, when I tell people that we went through a really dark time where the trust was sagging down low, they jumped to the conclusion that Charlie had an affair or right. that I did. And uh, I need to clear up that misconception right away that we didn't have uh, affairs. That definitely would have uh, polished off our relationship because it was in such weakened condition. But I feel that the violation and the betrayal of trust was synonymous, almost like having an affair. In fact, I used to call his relationship with the company that he worked for the mistress because he spent a lot more time with her than he did with me. And he seemed to be way more in love with her than he was with me. And I used to say, you know, this is not working for me. This is not the agreement that we made when we partnered in the beginning, when we declared our marriage vows, and when we decided we would have kids together. Our vows, and to me they were sacred and holy, that we were going to mutually support each other's career development and that we were going to partner to bring up the children together that we were going to share housework, we were going to share the, you know, the responsibility of being a good parent. And when Charlie took a job that required him to work about 80 hours a week and be on the road three weeks a month, I felt like that was a violation of the sacred vow. And I was really angry about it, and I was burning in resentment. And when I brought it to his attention, how miserable and I was uh, unhappy I was, I fully expected him to quit his job and find another one that didn't demand so much of him. But he was so in love with the job, he felt like this is what he had prepared all his life to do, is to do this work as a personal growth trainer, flying all over the country and and even internationally to, to teach workshops. And he just 
he was in flow state a lot of the time, and he got intoxicated by that high that you get from using your talent and your skill set and your experience, and you're pitted against a big challenge. And I just I couldn't compete with that. Family life was important to him, but having that experience professionally and building his um, career for a time was way more important to him than his relationship with me and family life. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to hold on. I was really pretty close to going the way of the separation and divorce statistics because it was so not how I wanted to be living. So why did you stay in there? What was your motivation? Because that, that, that was a, a long, a, a number of years where you were in a lot of pain and alone. It was five years and I wasn't miserable all the time. There were little pockets where we would find each other and I would see the Charlie that I used to know, not the the guy swaggering around in the three-piece suit, you know, full of knowing, when he was tender and he was in his heart and he was uh, emotionally and sexually intimate with me and when he was home and he was really devoted to the kids and playing with them and laughter and joy and we'd take the kids to the park, do you know, that I would see the Charlie that I used to know, the one that I loved and adored for the 12 years before we hit the hard part. And that was always there. Even when I was hating his guts, I was still loving him. And even though I was so sorrowful and missing him and lonely for him, I still admired what he was doing in the world because he was serving at such a high level. And I had to stretch and get bigger, Paula, but I just had to be able to hold the tension of the opposites. And it was a real growing time for me, even though it was strenuous. I want you to talk a little bit more about this because as I read your story, what I really saw, even at the end you talk about coming to wholeness, what it seemed to me was two, this, really the story of two people healing their own lives and their own shadow or the, the, the places within themselves that were not fully developed um, and and whole, and then to be able from that place to really come together as two whole people to create a whole healthy relationship. Uh, well, that was beautifully put. Thank you very much for that um, framing of what what we call the work really is. It's not so much about working on the relationship. It's about doing your own work to become a worthy partner, developing the qualities, the traits, the skills that are needed in order to navigate the treacherous waters that relationships can put you in. And um, there's, uh, like Wavy Gravy says, uh, you know, marriages of... uh, uh, pitfall of pitfalls designed by some devious deity. Um, and that, that is really true in my experience that there's an awful lot of challenges in the work of creating a whole relationship. We have to become a whole person 
and we don't become the whole person first and then get into the relationship. The challenge is we have to do them both simultaneously. That's not easy. That's not easy to really cultivate wholeness within yourself and simultaneously within the integrity of the relationship. So, yeah, I mean, it is work. It does take effort. It does take time. It does take skill. It does take courage. It does take patience. Um, And all of those things have to be cultivated. And fortunately, in relationships, there's just an infinite number of opportunities to practice. So, and, and it seems like it also takes um, a willingness to look at oneself because it's so easy to blame um, and look at, it's so easy to see what the other person is doing wrong <laughs> or how they're not meeting your needs. And it's hard to see where we're not measuring up as a whole person and as a worthy partner. And, and so how were you able, each of you, to break that pattern of, um, it being the other person, and and to really be able to look at yourself, too. Well, thank you for the question, because I think this is the key about getting your attention off of the other person and what they're doing or not doing and saying or not saying. And I was so miserable when I was busy blaming Charlie for how our life wasn't going well. And we got some really good help. I will be grateful all my days for the help that I got from Stephen Levine and his wife, Andrea. And we went to a couple's workshop, and we really were desperate. We were in a very, very sour place in our relationship. I'm grateful that Charlie was willing to attend with me, and I thought that they were going to nail him to the wall about, you know, you had these children. Why don't you, you know, participate in bringing them up with your wife? But for whatever reasons, they did not nail Charlie to the wall. They nailed me. And they told me that I was pretty attached to how uh, family life had to be and how my marriage had to be, and I really needed to do some work to loosen up my attachment. And I was kind of shocked that they went after me. They also said that I really needed to do some forgiveness meditation, both for Charlie and for myself. Because I was so irritable and short-tempered with the children, I really didn't feel like I was doing a good job in my mothering. And they were bang on, and they were right. And I trusted them enough that I really took their advice and implemented it in my life. And I have a good work ethic, so if I have an advisor who consults for me that steers me in the right direction, I really do it. And I faithfully practice mindfulness meditation and forgiveness meditation for a year. And that really helped me to keep my attention off of myself and to um, the hardness and the brittleness that was growing in our relationship that I think would have polished us off started to crumble and soften. And I really think it made a huge difference, even while he was still working the demanding schedule, that at least in the time that we had together, we weren't arguing as much. And so I could keep my composure and keep my dignity about me, even in the demanding circumstances. That's really powerful that 
we know and we're about to go to break and then we can come back and talk some more about this but to know when we need help and to ask for it and to get the right help to to really research it and find the people who can um, move us forward and so I'm so grateful that you're here and talking about this. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down How will you begin to repair your relationship? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Linda and Charlie Bloom to talk about using adversity to strengthen relationships and their new book, That Which Doesn't Kill Us. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 
1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you'll begin to repair your relationship. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn about how Archangel Uriel can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Linda and Charlie Bloom talking about using adversity to strengthen relationships and their book, That Which Doesn't Kill Us. Uh, during the break, Linda, we were, and, and Charlie, we were talking about how um, I really value what you bring to the table because when somebody understands um, something as a professional and also as someone who's lived through it on a personal level, you understand the issues from all sides and the solutions. And because you two have worked so hard and continue to work to grow and change and evolve, as people and as and in a healthy relationship, um, I I just value what you bring to the table so much. And I, you were telling me about um, being considered last last ditch counselors. <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, yeah, for some reason um, we we seem to have. Um, <laughs> been given a, or gotten the reputation of uh, uh, being people that you go to when all else fails. Um, <laughs> so um, we, I, I think part of that has to do with the, the fact that one of the things that we offer um, is, is kind of unique in the field, which is um, we do what we call intensives. And that's um, something that is uh, very concentrated work that we do over uh, a two-day period of time in which we're able to really drill down into uh, penetrating some of the underlying defenses that keep people from really being vulnerable and open. Because, um, as I think you know, Paula, that vulnerability is really the key to connection. It's the key to authenticity. Um, it's it's the key to integrity. It, it's to be undefended in the face of fears. And um, <clears throat> you know, uh, earlier you you had mentioned something about how tempting it is for us to focus on the other person's problems rather than take responsibility for looking at our our part in things, um, our responsibility in having things begin to, to deteriorate. And um, that's, an, that's one example, uh, and there are so many others, of our efforts to avoid vulnerability. Vulnerability means that we're putting ourselves in a position where we're allowing this person to be given information about us that could be used to hurt us. Vulnerability has to do with being transparent, being open, being honest emotionally. And when we tell people 
what our fears are, what our needs are, what our desires are, what our concerns are, when we really get vulnerable and honest, um, that's where there's a real possibility um, not only of being hurt, but a possibility of a breakthrough. In fact, a breakthrough can't come until we get to that stage. And as therapists, what we discovered over the years was that just doing um, weekly sessions of 50 or 60 minutes doesn't have the, the, the power that it does when you're working with people on um, a longer, in a longer frame of like we do with our intensives, eight hours. And when we do two of those days, it's impossible for people to avoid being authentic. At some point, the defenses begin to gradually. It's not a dramatic process. It's gradual. We don't push people. But, but they just naturally, as they begin to feel safer, as they begin to feel more comfortable, as they begin to feel less anxious, they begin to reveal parts of themselves that need to be revealed in order for the repair work to be done. So I think that's part of how we <clears throat> have uh, earned this reputation. That was so beautifully said uh, about allowing ourselves to become vulnerable. And I think, as you said, that's the key. And so if somebody is really unwilling to go there and to really be open, honest, and vulnerable, then is there any hope? Well, I always tell the clients, my students, the people who come for intensives, to play the long shot. It may look as if they're stubborn mule and they're closed and they won't open up, but I always tell everybody the same thing. Give it your best shot. Give it your all. Keep your attention on yourself and see if there are any ways that you may be creating an unsafe space, even if it's subtly, even if it's tone in your voice, even if it's a way that you may withdraw. Do your own work, and one of two things will happen. Either they will continue to be closed irresponsible, not do their own work, not meet you part way, not hold up their side of the commitment, and the decision will make itself. That they're not an eligible player for the kind of relationship that your heart longs for. Or the breakdown may end up being a breakthrough rather than a breakup. But it's much harder work, and it takes longer amount of time, and we need really good professional coaching to be able to hang in there for the breakthrough to take place. And so I think a lot of people give up on the relationship too early. They make the decision that the other person is not going to budge at all, and they are so filled with despair and hopelessness in their mind that they let go. Of course, there are other people who stay in too long. We, we see that too. But I really want to emphasize how important it is to rise up to a higher level of responsibility. And I think this most recent book of ours really drives that message home. We hear about sometimes there are rough patches in a marriage, 
And that certainly is true. And I had heard that before we hit our really rough passage. I thought maybe it took place maybe a few months, a few weeks or a few months. I didn't know that the rough passage maybe could be years and that if we use that opportunity as a growth experience for ourselves and don't get caught into the hatred and the blame and the criticism and the judgment and, you know, the fighting that the sadness and the disappointment and the fear often leads to, that it could have possibly a different outcome. And and it has for you. How many years did you say you're married now? <laughs> well, we're, I count. We lived together before we were married because it was a lot of working it out in our early 20s. So we're going to have 50 years of being together in September. Well, congratulations. Um, That's really beautiful. And a testament to um, what is possible when both people are willing to really do their own work and look deeply at themselves. So what are the takeaways that you want to make sure people have? Uh, Well, let me give you one that we haven't really talked about much, and I think it's a real big one. And, and that is, um, well, first of all, because we um, tend to gravitate towards people who are not exactly like us. In fact, sometimes they seem to be almost the opposite of us. Um, because we, we tend to be attracted to and attract people who in some ways have very different styles, different ways of being, different personalities, sometimes even, you know, different some different values. Um, it's inevitable that there are going to be differences. And um, it's also inevitable that when these differences initially arise, there's a tendency to want the other person to be different. Um, in other words, to be more like us, to be more the way they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this is going to happen. And we all have um, our own ways of trying to coerce or manipulate uh, or encourage the other person to change, to become more like we want them to be, or like we want them to be, more, more you know, the way any normal, reasonable person would be. <laughs> um, and um, so that's, that's going to come up, is this impulse to notice the differences and then to want them to be more like us, first of all, because it threatens us to have the differences present in the relationship. It can seem to jeopardize <clears throat> the uh, integrity of the relationship. Um, and, um, and also because, you know, we, we don't want to have to change, and we don't see any reason for us to change, but something's got to give here. Um, so that's, that's going to come up. The next stage is if we can if we can work with that if we can acknowledge that and then try to be um, mindful about coming to terms with these differences, then we can move into the level of acceptance. I accept okay. the differences are there. I accept that you know this is something that um, is is naturally going to happen, and so I can tolerate this. Well, okay, and, I, and I'm going to need to ask you to stop there so I can close out with my audience. And 
what you have to say people can get in your book, That Which Doesn't Kill Us. That's right. So I encourage you all to go to Bloomwork, B-L-O-O-M-W-O-R-K.com, Bloomwork.com, and also to purchase their book, That Which Doesn't Kill Us. Thank you both so much for being on the show and being so open, vulnerable, and sharing wonderful wisdom and knowledge. Thank you. You're very welcome, Dr. Paula, and I enjoyed the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Um, Learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm introducing you to Archangel Uriel, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. Among other things, she oversees communication and will help you have clearer and better communication in your relationship. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Uriel, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me communicate more effectively and clearly. Ask for her help when you wake up, go to sleep, before you have a conversation or write something to someone. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when clairvoyant Ellen Tad will discuss her infinite view of life on June 21st when Allison Chester Lambert will talk about uh, talk about her new Greek mythology cards which provide wisdom from ancient Greece. And on June 28th, when the daughters of Alan Watts will discuss their father's legacy to the world through... Um, the le- his uh, collected letters and also through their personal knowledge. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.